Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 143, the official episode of Emotional Friends Everywhere. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me as always, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. And the vocational Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Hi, Tom and Rick. How are you guys? <laughs> I get an entrance. There was a sigh. <laughs> there was a distinct sigh right before that. <laughs> what am problem, Chris? <laughs> no, no problem at all. Just Hulk deep breaths this evening. <laughs> deep breaths. Oh. Okay. Oh boy. Uh so uh we are coming to you on the evening of Monday, June eleventh, twenty eighteen. Which means if this shit seems old, that's why. It has a sell by <laughs> date. Us. It has a sell by date of June thirteenth. So, you know. Get it while it still doesn't stink. <laughs> Every week you wow me with your, you know, just ability to Really connect and start the show on a positive note. There, I know host. I'm great at that, aren't I? <laughs> you want you want a positive message? I'm your guy. <laughs> I give you a positive, give you all a bunch of positive messages. <laughs> sunny, positive, sunny disposition. Anyway, my, we my have my favorite boxer. Oh yeah, yeah, sunny disposition. Yeah, yeah. I like him in twelve rounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he lost to Joe Lewis in sixty-five. <laughs> And that concludes old guy boxer talk, everybody. <laughs> Joe Lewis, 147 years old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is there anyone left in our audience who even remotely understands that reference? Uh, yeah, come on. Lots of people have seen that movie. That's a Yeah, I mean, it's... That's a classic. Would we say that that's a classic? I guess it's yeah. over 20 years old. Can we so say that it's... A, it's we 30 can years say old, anything's that movie. a classic. That movie's like 30 years old. It is a classic. It is a classic. Anyway, we have tons, tons, 50 feet of crap to get through tonight. It's like Fruit by the Foot, but horrible. So no, wait, it's just Fruit by the Foot. So bubble tape? Is that what you're bubble saying? T- oh, yeah, six feet of chewing gum for you, not them. That's right. They still make that stuff, you know. I don't know why. I think it's the same stuff that's just still sitting around from when we were kids. They just never unloaded it. Yeah, they just couldn't sell it. Anyway, let's begin in the world of sports, as we so often do. And uh, we had three, three, count them, three champions crowned this week in the world of Champ. sports. Champions. So now, we are, now we are in the, in the time of year known to the vast majority of American sports fans as the dead zone. And then to <laughs> baseball fans as, you know, oh yeah, baseball's on. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, but uh, the NBA uh, in the NBA Finals, the Golden State Warriors swept LeBron James and the Four Plumbers, otherwise LeBron known as the James. Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James. Sorry, sorry, I love that kid. That kid's a, that kid is a damn champion. Uh, the Cavs, the Warriors swept the Cavs in the NBA Finals to win their second straight NBA title and their third in four years. Kevin Durant once again named the Finals MVP. So, guys, if this didn't 
if it wasn't sealed already, this had to have sealed it. LeBron gone, right? Oh, he gone. Oh, he gone. <laughs> he is absolutely gone. He gone. So if he gone, then where he going next year? So I have heard um, some interesting takes. Now, firstly, it should be noted, and I, I, I do say this both jokingly but also honestly, um, I want him to go to uh, Golden State. That ain't happening. Uh, it's not I, happening. I, I, would, I would very much no, like for him can't to go to Golden State. Him. They can't afford, afford nothing. Just they do would it. have to Just have only. They would have to have only three guys on the team. <laughs> Just do it because I said to do it. Now do it. It's not happening, and they obviously don't need him. So he's not going to Golden State. But there are several uh, potential suitors for LeBron. Uh, Vegas has already begun to handicap his landing spots. Uh, I think the leader right now is the Los Angeles Lakers. Which is terrible. The Lakers do not need... LeBron James does not need to go to the Lakers. He should go to a real team, like maybe... Um, maybe the Rockets? Well, that's, that's, a, that's definitely... the other... That's another, uh, another favorite to land LeBron's uh, services. Also, the Philadelphia 76ers. That would have been my next statement, yep. Which, uh, if LeBron is smart, I think that's where he goes because he stays in the East, which he's dominated. And uh, given that the Sixers went on a pretty good playoff run this year, I mean, that's a championship-caliber team if you put LeBron on it. Right. Uh, I can't believe we're saying that about the Philadelphia 76ers, but it's true. Well, I, I, I don't, I think we really like, there's one real obvious choice that, that Boston Celtics, like that, that has to be on the table. Well, it I just, mean, there are people who, who are saying that should happen. I don't think it happens because Kyrie Irving is there. They already, yeah, but you can get, get rid of Kyrie. Yeah. Trust me. LeBron knows, LeBron knows how to get rid of Kyrie. Irving. <laughs> yeah. He's done it once before. That's what I'm saying. Um, but uh, it looks it looks to me like it's going to be the Lakers or the Rockets, and the linchpin is going to be uh, what Chris Paul does. From everything I've read, Chris Paul is LeBron's best friend, uh, not just in the NBA, but basically best friend. And Chris Paul happens to play for the Houston Rockets right now, but there's a chance he could hit the market. And if he hits the market... Uh, there's talk that he and LeBron will uh, take their talents to La La Land and join the Lakers. Uh, there are several sources in the entertainment industry telling reporters that, yeah, LeBron's coming here. He's already making plans uh, for, you know, more movie and TV work. I mean, he does have to film that Space Jam uh, reboot. In a year, oh, that's definitely year happening. The, the that's one happening. That's definitely happening. That's definitely happening. Definitely um, happening. Then there's also some talk that maybe it'll be LeBron and Paul George going to the Lakers together. Uh, but uh, but it, there's a lot of signs pointing to LeBron going to the Lakers, if not Houston. But Houston's going to have to uh, clear some room financially for LeBron to be there. Why doesn't he just retire? I mean, like he's he's how many more? He's pretty young. He's, he's fine. He's still pretty young. He need not retire. Um, and like I, how many times he bounce around though? I mean, like before. Well, like, is he bounced to Miami and then back to Cleveland? How many years has he been playing at this point? Uh, a what? Billion. Thir 12 or 13? <laughs> a metric, an but actual bear, metric bear in shit Actually, ton. no, I'm sorry. It's 14. But bear in mind, he joined the league when he, when he was 18 years old. So <laughs> That's, that's true. true. 
So he's 32. I mean, he's too young to retire. Uh, you know, but it just seems like he's been around forever because he kind of has. It really does, yeah. I mean, like, why doesn't he... I mean, is he that... I guess he's a big competitor. I mean, like, yeah, is that I mean, deep... there's, there, you know, he wants another ring, I'm sure. I'm sure the back of his mind is is Jordan's six rings and trying to, you know, because he's always compared to Jordan, always. Um, you know, I think that's in the back of his mind. There's this whole, you know, streak of being in the finals now mm-hmm. eight years in a row. Um, he wants to maybe keep that alive. Uh, it's not going to happen in Cleveland. I mean, there is a chance he stays in Cleveland, uh, you know, but there's also a chance he goes back to Miami, however small that is. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to have him. Um, I would love to see that. But yeah, so like, can, can that again. get him a championship, though? I mean, not not if, next year. If, not, I mean, probably not next year, I should say. But it could happen. Uh, I Orlando can afford him, but he ain't coming oh, here. Oh, no, that's... De- yeah, yeah <laughs> LeBron James is going to go to Orlando. Also, they're signing me. I'm going to be the dude, new head coach. Dude, well, I mean, look, LeBron took, you know, it was him and four plumbers in the finals. So if, you, if the Magic signed you and LeBron, I mean, that's still a playoff team, I think. I train jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you just got to hold the ball for three seconds after he passes it to you and then pass it back to him when he gets pass it. Back, yeah, game. just don't That's shoot it. it. Or just, just don't run the clock yeah, down. Just don't move. Just don't take move. it. Just Stay. accept the ball. Take one step and then throw it back to LeBron. That's all is you LeBron's, have to do. Is LeBron's vision based on movement? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's ba- He's like a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can not move for LeBron. I will I will gladly not move for LeBron. I mean, look, the Magic already have a collection of warm bodies and chairs, so it's not like <laughs> it's it's really not like it's going to be any different than Cleveland who he took to the finals. So, why not come to believe. Orlando, LeBron? Can't Kids believe, can go to man. Disney World all the time. Yeah. That ain't happening. No. It's not happening. There's no way it's happening. Um, it's it's like I said. It'll probably be the Lakers or the Rockets. I don't know. What do you think? I generally, I I actually, I really thought about it. I I actually think it's the Celtics. Like genuinely. you think it's the Celtics for sure. You don't think it's the Sixers? Well, the Sixers are if he good, stays but, um, in the East. Well, he stays in the East in Boston. He stays in the East in the Sixers. Right. The difference between Boston and the Sixers is that Boston is a big city. Yeah, it's a big market. So it's Philly. Um, Okay. Not but as big, Philly. but big. I mean, it's also Philly. Um, and, and that's not a knock on Philly for traditional knock on Philly reasons on those two jerks. When was the last time the Philadelphia 76ers outside of this NBA season were relevant? True. Dr. J. And Charles Barkley in the 90s before he went to Phoenix. Right. I, I think that there is a. Oh, Alan, wait, winning. Alan Iverson. They went to the finals and lost to the Lakers with Alan Iverson. 13 years ago. We all forgot. Yeah, you're right. We did. But, but, okay, but... Well, you know what? No, 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 no. I take it back. 19 years ago. Okay. 13. I'll give you 19 13. years. It was thir- like 13 years ago. But yeah. You know, whatever. It's, that's, that's when. That's <laughs> that, when. Or no, sorry. You're right. It's like 17. So close, you were closer. It was 2001. Yeah, it, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Are you trapped? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm in a circle of my own rhetoric. Help me. <laughs> Somebody help me. Somebody help me. 
<laughs> I'm just Abby. talking to myself now. How's it going? You doing all right? It's not it's not going well. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I think A there's a culture, B there's a fan base and C and most importantly, they are ready for a trip to the finals. Yeah. Well, everybody's ready for a trip to the finals, right? Hell no, once they, they get LeBron, son. once they get LeBron, yes. Okay, well, yeah, all right, fine. Because when you get LeBron, that means that you are about to go to the finals. The, if you're playing the Eastern Conference, it does. You just don't win, right? Like, yeah, you don't, you're not guaranteed to win, but you're guaranteed to get there. He's Pat Riley. I, I still think the better actual choice, honestly, is um, uh, the, the, the Celtics. What about you? I mean, what do you here's, really here's think? Why I, here's why I think it's not the Celtics. And it's because the Celtics, he, he just becomes another footnote if he wins a title in Boston. He wins a title in Philly. When was the last time the 76ers won a championship? Okay, that's Dr. J. Yeah. If LeBron, LeBron did it for Cleveland, if LeBron goes to Philly and does it, that's history books. He goes to the Celtics and wins another title. The Celtics have like a million titles. It doesn't matter. It's one more banner. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think it's that simple. I, it may not be that simple. It really may not be. But I don't know. I still have a feeling he's going to the West because he's just, that's another, it's a test that he hasn't had before. He's never played in the West. And that is true. But, I mean, none of this matters. Like, honestly, none of this matters because the only team that matters is the team that will just keep winning forever and, Golden and, ever, State. and ever. I mean, they're officially yeah. a dynasty now. Uh, three out of four back to back. Uh, they're still the best team in the league going into next year as of today. Uh, they're not. They they don't have guys. Their their stars are not old yet. Like they're they're still can make a run of maybe another two or three. You never know. I mean, it's it's that is a team that is built uh, to dominate. That's why I want them to go to Golden State personally. Yeah, but it's like... I want him to get like 17 rings in a row. But he's not going to get 17 rings in a row. I know, I know, but like it would be funny. It would also be, you know, the NBA season wouldn't matter. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> over. Like the, the NBA would just be like, why? Just why do we... Just shut it down. That's it. Shut it all down. Just shut, shut it all them. down. Just you'll have the Eastern Conference play out the season. The West, just everybody sit. Golden State. <laughs> just everybody plays for the right to play Golden State. That's it. It's over and done. Can the Cavs rebuild their own team? Yeah, to I mean, try they, to keep him. They could. What team? They what could. Team? They totally could. I mean, they have the money to keep him. You know, he's got the connections of of having grown up in Ohio and the whole Cleveland thing. It's it's a po- It is a legit possibility he stays in Cleveland. I think it's unlikely, but it's legit. And and yes, they could totally go and get a couple more guys to try and, and make another run or two with LeBron. Um, I just feel like for him, he accomplished what he set out to do with them, which is get them a title. Um, and I think he feels like it might be time to, to try something new. That's my guess. And I think he misses, he misses having the Showtime type supporting cast like he had in Miami with Wade and Bosch and, you know, that was like the biggest thing going. And right now, the Warriors are the biggest thing going. 
Well, I mean, that and I, I'm sure he misses having a team at all. Well, period. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure his aching bones miss having a team around him at all. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, but we'll it'll we'll know soon enough, uh, you know, what's happening. But there are a lot of a lot of sources pointing to L.A. Uh, for LeBron as of now. But, you know, who knows? A lot of sources had him going to the Knicks when he decided to go to Miami. So. Uh, well, he missed his opportunity to be part of that super team. <laughs> I think Derrick Rose is available. <laughs> Derrick Rose, I'm here to play if you need me. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's Derrick Rose on one leg and LeBron. I, I mean, LeBron, pro- they probably still get to the finals. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. <laughs> you give me LeBron James. Yeah. And you can have everybody else, yep. and I bet you I make it to the finals. Yeah, in in the East. In, in the, the East. Well, no, it has to be in the East. I mean, we're yeah. not gonna we're no. not gonna beat the we're not gonna beat the Warriors. Yeah. But you I'm can't just put saying. LeBron on the Phoenix Suns right now and no. get him to the finals. But happening. if I put him on the Knicks, they're going to the finals. You're very it's very yeah, with him and uh and Przingis, absolutely they're going to the finals. I actually think the only team that doesn't get to the finals with LeBron in the East is Orlando. <laughs> you may be correct. Although although Charlotte's pretty terrible too. Oh, I forgot they had a team. <laughs> yeah, that's where Dwight Howard is now. Who's Dwight Howard? Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's move on to the uh the other uh well the second of the three big championships uh that were awarded this week, and that's in the NHL. The Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup this week, beating uh, the Vegas Golden Knights in five games? Five five games or six games? Uh, they were dominant most of the series. Uh, it's the first time in forever that the Caps... Uh, I think the Caps have never won before, and it's the first time since the early 90s that any team in D.C. has won a championship. Uh, the last time was when Mark Rippon... And Joe Gibbs won a Super Bowl in Washington. Oh, wow. Yeah. 90, 94? 91. 91. 91. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's Been a long a time ago. Been a minute. Yeah, long time ago. Um, Alex Ovechkin, who's been one of the NHL greats for more than a decade now, finally got his first Stanley Cup. Uh, and he is partying like there is literally no tomorrow. <laughs> He's yeah, been everywhere, <laughs> drinking, doing keg stands out of the cup, throwing out the first pitch at the Nationals game. Uh, he's just been literally everywhere, living it up. Uh, where to the point where I'm kind of worried about him because he is absolutely banging your sister. I don't care who <laughs> who's listening right now. He's slamming your sister pretty good. It's happening. Just trust me on that. It's entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Good. <laughs> I mean, he can, he couldn't he couldn't get past the Penguins for all of his life. He finally does. Yeah, and without having to wait. Did they beat the Penguins? They beat the Penguins. They yeah. did. I, no, no, I no, couldn't no, remember they if they did. played them. Somebody else they beat the did. Penguins. Boston beat right. the Penguins, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Somebody yes. got rid of the Penguins for them. And and because of that, he's able to go to the finals and. Because he's in the finals, he wins. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty That's cool. That's pretty great. It, end, it ends a, a phenomenal run for Vegas, though. 
Um, yes. Because Vegas, its first year in existence as a franchise, wins the West, uh, and dominates in the playoffs, uh, dominates teams that everyone thought were going to run away with this thing. Um, they were not expected to maybe even make the playoffs as an expansion team, but uh, not only made them win all the way uh, to the finals, and you can't... Uh, I don't think that achievement can be overstated. Um, and they're the first team since the blue St. Louis blues in the sixties to go to the championship in their first year of existence. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, it's a big deal for the people of Vegas, especially after what happened, uh, last October, right. As the NHL season was beginning, uh, mm-hmm. with the mass shooting there, um, that city has totally rallied around the golden Knights and, and they'll be back. For sure next year and nobody will be sleeping on them but uh you know who is really happy really really happy that the golden knights did not win the stanley cup tell me <laughs> a large portion of their hometown namely bookies. <laughs> <laughs> namely bookies because anyone who bet the golden knights to win the cup at the beginning of the season or before it started stood to make a substantial amount of money <laughs> Had the Knights won the cup. I think I read somewhere they were like a 74 to one shot or 100 to one shot at the beginning of the season. So if, you know, if you put, if you put a few bucks down, uh, Vegas was going to be paying out a whole hell of a lot of money had the, had the Knights won the cup. I'm um, sure they still paid out quite a bit due to the fact that it's made it to the finals. I think right. You're right. I mean, I'm like, sure they did. I'm absolutely, you're, you're absolutely They probably lost correct. their ass in that already. You know? Yeah. That and would so, just been icing on the cake for them. Exactly. Exactly. They would have been, uh, they would have been really upset. I'm sure. And these are not, Vegas isn't exactly run by the Girl Scouts of America. Okay. Are you saying that Frank Sinatra did not have good people around him? To- I'm, I'm just saying that uh, you just, you, those are people you don't want to upset. Oh, so. By and large. Friends of yours. I mean, perhaps Vegas actually had a shot to win, and behind the scenes things may have prevented that from happening. Chris, why do I get the feeling there's a lot of Polaroids and red string on your wall right now? Maybe. See, if we go back and we look at what happened with the Vegas Knights. The Zapruder film is rolling now. Perhaps that, that shot was back and to the left of the goal. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Well, there is something to be said about a little bit of hooey, perhaps, because the Golden Knights had done so well for so long, and then in those last couple of games, the wheels just fell off. Yeah, so. I, I think they got you know they they were out of gas a little bit. It's kind of like what happened to the Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. They flew through everyone, and then they ran into Washington, and they were just out of gas the last two games of that series. Um, you know, Vegas's goalie Mark Andre Fleury is excellent, but he's not as young as he used to be. So mm-hmm. you know, and and to be honest, every team who has uh, won the cup the last uh, 15, 20 years or so has had to have an excellent goalie who gets hot in the playoffs. And if your guy and Peters he did out, pretty well. he did great. I mean, he did great up until the finals. And, you know, and we've only got so much in the tank. Look at what happened to LeBron in the NBA final. He did great. What are you talking about? Shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. The wheels looked like they were about to fall off by game four. Those wheels are fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> He'll Always be fine. He'll be fine come the fall. It just 
he was out of gas because he was carrying the whole fucking thing on his back. <laughs> That's a lot. It's like Chris doing sled work. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, references. Wow, We're, there's continuity now. <laughs> only slightly. Only, only in the most ten, only by the most tenuous definition of continuity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Vegas did not take a bath by its home team losing. Uh, speaking of gambling, we had another uh, history-making championship this week. Justify won the triple crown by winning the Belmont Stakes in dominant fashion. Uh, second triple crown winner in four years. I thought this was supposed to be impossible. Yeah, you're not supposed to win the triple crown every goddamn month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like same trainer Bob Baffert matter. has won now tw- two out of four years. It was like our whole lifetimes up till two years ago. There was no triple crown winner. You don't win the triple crown. It's impossible. Evidently, not so much now. I don't know. It's like a whole generation of people are going to think that that's no big deal now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, just win the triple crown. What the hell's the problem? It won't won't stop the derby parties, though. Well, the derby derby (laughs) parties. I have friends that partake in derby parties, so I can't really talk that much shit on yes them, you can but also yeah i do also, too you still can so so weird just uh, all right i mean to me it just sounds like an opportunity for you to go you know do a crawfish boil and wear funny hey, hats but wait a second all right so when i railed against this several weeks ago you were all over my crap about it and now you agree with me well tom it's funnier when i disagree with you can't argue that all right <laughs> Dick. i can't i literally cannot argue that <laughs> All right. Oh, now, now all of a sudden we had we have to act normal. We can't make up our own personas. In the show. <laughs> shh, shh. Too much fourth wall. Too much fourth wall. Sorry, sorry. I watched Deadpool again. It happens. <laughs> oh boy. Um. All right. So now we have. Uh, well, let's let's do let's do the MMA thing before we get into all this other. Uh, this. Oh my God. The soup of uh... the soup. <laughs> the chowder of Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the oh my god. Um but no, we had there was a uh, UFC event over the weekend and uh CM Punk. Was there? Yeah, there was. There was. There was. It was a I great hear. event for the most part. So what happened to um, CM Punk, guys? Chris. <sighs> I, I okay, so is it a win? Is it a win for CM Punk though, right? What? I don't, I don't know. Like how do you Chris, start from the top as yeah, though explain, people don't know what the hell you're talking to about. to people who did yeah. not watch so, it. So CM Punk um, gets his second shot in the UFC against 0-1 um, Michael Johnson, who's uh, who actually has a lot more credentials to his record or to to his fighting record than to his MMA record itself would indicate. Um, he's a pretty accomplished boxer and kickboxer. But um, either way, CM Punk also 0-1 in MMA fights Michael Johnson and proceeds to literally get beaten to a pulp for three rounds straight. Um, <laughs> do we, we don't need this anymore in the UFC. <laughs> you mean the sideshow? <laughs> you, you mean yeah. the Phil Brooks party of one? I mean, the fact that it happened the first time around is... I'm, everybody's going to make a dollar, I guess, UFC included. The fact that they thought 18 months later <laughs> he would all of a sudden become this amazing MMA fighter 
Oh, I, Chris, you are putting, you are putting way more stock into what they thought they were getting out of CM Punk, my man. Do you think? I mean, they. There's no way they would have matched him up with this guy who's 0-1, had Pat Miltich in his corner, and a pretty extensive boxing, and he's undefeated in boxing and kickboxing. Okay. Actual combat sports. Okay. I mean, it, 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 the, the, the UFC was in Chicago, right? Okay. Don't you think that they would have wanted CM Punk to win? Well, yeah, that's why they tried to give him a tin can to feed him. But is that is that guy really a tin can? Evidently, CM Punk is more tinny of a tin can. (laughs) CM Punk doesn't. Let me me ask you. Let me ask you a jujitsu question. Okay, You you of the brown belt and possibly someday black belt. Me of the green belt and possibly someday green belt. Okay. If I am in another person's guard for 10 minutes and I don't finish that fight from guard, was I really trying? I, I, it's hard to say, man. Like, you're my coach and you come to me after round two and you say, hey, Rick, that guy only has his guard and it is, we'll say, laughable at best. Why don't you go ahead and just bust him in his face a couple of times and let's get out of here? Maybe he, I don't know, man. Like this is my favorite part of the show, by the way, Tom. I I love listening to Chris waffle back and forth on these things. It is adorable. It's just it's dude, I I he can't didn't have it, bro. It's okay. You can say who, it. The, the the Michael Johnson guy? No, or... CM Punk. No, of course, yeah, CM Punk. We know he doesn't have it. Um. Eh. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, he's tough, if anything. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I can be tough, too, if a guy isn't trying to kill me. You, okay. You, you keep on saying, isn't trying to kill me. Yeah. You don't, you don't think... Yeah. I just refuse to believe uh, that somebody wouldn't... Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva aside, wouldn't try to... Wasn't actively trying to finish him. I think I think Mark Jackson wasn't actively trying to finish him. I think he realized that this was a glorified exhibition match against somebody who was way in over their head and he didn't want to commit murder in the middle of the ring. Yeah, but he could have easily if 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 that's the case, it, what's more merciful, Thanos, <laughs> to sit there and and pound somebody to a pulp for 3 rounds or to quickly pass the guard and just kind of have them turtle up and either choke quickly or pass or their guard, have them turtle up, and then you rip their arm from their socket. Just like that would have been to me every Monday. The easier thing to do, right? I agree. And for some reason, even though he was in the guy's guard and could have, well, I, I think he could have passed his guard without much difficulty. So one of two things is true here. And correct me if I'm wrong. Thing one, um, Mark Jackson is so bad at jujitsu. He doesn't know how to pass guard. That could be the case. Or thing two, CM Punk was, uh, it was instructed that this fight is going to go the distance and he needs to be given every chance. No, thing one, it's, I'd like to think Dana White has more integrity than that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
I mean, like, it's. I think if there's one advocate for the the purity of the sport, still, I, I, I'd like to believe it's Dana White. You know, like he he wants to see the best fights out there to make money. What did um, he say? What did he say after the fight was over? Um, this guy's an idiot. For, well, for not what did he say about he what did he say about Punk's chances of fighting for his industry again? Oh, he he does he doesn't belong there and sh- and. He he wouldn't even make it on the the contender series, which is you know, um, Dana White's sort of up and comer feeder show to get people in the UFC. Right. So this was a glorified exhibition to put butts in seats, and it's over now because it didn't work. Because the guy that they were trying to put the butt in the seat of turned out to be the tiniest of tin cans in tin candom. Is he a tin can if he beat the shit out of the guy that you? you know wanted to kind of prop up no i mean cm punk he's done it's over oh yeah yeah yeah. that's he's that's that's it i mean the guy got the guy got shrecked for three straight rounds it's over what's sad is how much money do you think he made off this oh probably a few million that's i think that's the saddest part where far more qualified and far more deserving fighters but i guess deserving is a very subjective term it is um probably get paid far less but i guess he's a draw right he is agreed but i mean uh, they could have easily also found him and even okay so matchmaker i know it's not joe silva anymore (laughs) you don't think they could have found somebody else take to, to I think they found the guy field. that they thought was going to get the job done and he didn't obviously <laughs> right <laughs> he I, didn't. I and he failed if if I mean I would like to think that they they would have tried to find somebody that CM Punk could beat I but maybe they found somebody they thought CM Punk could beat <laughs> I that's a shame I mean I guess that really really speaks to more to the lack of ability on CM Punk's fu- part than the ability of his opponent you know right and some of my friends said that given a real opportunity they felt that i could probably hang with cm punk i think so too i mean yeah that's that's really sad dude i mean it's it's kind of crazy i mean like he's he's an athlete you know yeah i mean that and and oftentimes now i've been around the sport long enough where you can see people like I, i don't know what he did before pro wrestling he literally did nothing in his documentary. If it wasn't pro wrestling, he wasn't doing it. Really? So he doesn't, he doesn't have any background. In, according to him, he doesn't have any background in anything of significance outside of pro wrestling in any athletics. Even is my mic on. Yeah, man. That's what I said. I know. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I would. Wow. I, I know. It's interesting it's, that, I mean, because like, you know, we, with a good enough eye, when well, I mean, you you can see somebody where they come from, even like just playing like high school football on the map. Yeah, no, I, you know I, that listen, they have more ability, know. you know, than him, and and just a certain amount of like coordination and sort of like mat presence and awareness that he he completely lacked. Like, and just like it's it's a shame that I mean, I guess it's cool that Dana White gave him a shot or or whatever the case is. But he lived his dream, and that's great. The problem is, is like you said, he denied other people opportunities to actually live their dream. Right, but uh, it, it's 
I just hope that this is done with and we never see anything like this again in the UFC because like, to be honest for him to be for, first off the, the, the early prelims even, and the prelims were had incredible fights on them. Like absolutely incredible fights like Alistair Overeem versus, um, uh, okay. I, I know, I know what you're going to say, but let me, let me surmise it. You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong at all. Would we be talking about this week's UFC if not for CM Punk being on it? Um, perhaps. I mean, like maybe Colby Covington. I mean, like the whole Tyrone Wood thing that we're going to pass over right now. But you know, it, it. We might be talking about that, but this just this is a little bit more infuriating on my end, just because like they're just like you just said, there are far more deserving fighters out there. Yeah, but they don't have the, the sway of a CM Punk, and that's why we're talking about it. <sighs> He's a celebrity. UFC should have never sold out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sports figures shouldn't sell out, Tom. Did you did you put that down? Hmm. What? I the UFC should have oh, never what? sell out. They never should have sold that. You know, Tom, you're welcome to mention anything you want to talk about just because you don't want to talk specifically. I mean, we bring Chris into baseball talk you could you know open and hockey mouth. and basketball i could i could but i i don't i, I agree with all of this he no. shouldn't he's done he's 39 <laughs> years old he's never he's clearly not cut out for non-rigged fighting <laughs> and i mean the fact that Batista, he's so bad Dave, at it now ruins the fact ruins his draw at the gate for ufc there's nothing in it for them either so this Dave is Batista, this is done. It's over. Bill Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Jack Swagger. These guys are all very good at pro wrestling, and they're all they were also good to okay at MMA because they had backgrounds in fighting sports that were not fake. <laughs> the end. The end. Although we might be seeing. Brock Lesnar versus John Jones. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it, bro. <laughs> I'll believe that hope. when John Jones actually makes it to the ring. Okay. I'll, I'll, how about yeah. he makes it past the peacup? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, like once he actually is in the octagon, I will believe that that fight's happening. <laughs> like when the bell rings, yeah, but not a moment the, before. Yeah, not one moment before the bell rings, I'll believe he's in any fight because now it's like even weigh-ins. He might piss at a cup the night be- night after the weigh-ins, and then he's done. That's it. <laughs> Just it's wherever wherever the cup comes into play is dicey for him. <laughs> I have to wonder though. <laughs> we all know John Jones would beat Brock Lesnar if Brock Lesnar would have to be paid. Like, what benefit would it be for him to come back other than a gigantic paycheck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. A gigantic paycheck? The cure for diverticulitis, maybe? Yeah. That yeah. Two thirds of his colon back? Yeah. If they if they dangled that back, out colon there. Colon back, colon back. I want my colon <laughs> like back, a, colon back. Like a ladder match? They have they have the cure for they had the cure for it hanging from a cord above the octagon, and they have to set up the <laughs> ladder, and the first guy to get up there gets it. I'd watch that. Ten out of ten would watch. Well, you know what would definitely be hung from that ladder? 
an American flag. <laughs> Absolutely, and everyone would be standing for it, right? You're goddamn right. That gets us right into our next meaty stew of bullshit we have to wade through here. Because, <laughs> good lord, if if the president didn't uh, didn't wag do everything but just replay wag the dog on the Fox News Channel all week to divert attention. Have you seen this movie? Have you heard of this? <laughs> this is great. This is great movie. It's great. Anyway, uh, he did all manner of things involving all manner of sports in order to distract attention from what's really happening in the world. If you listen closely, you can hear him tiptoe and uh, tap dancing SOS. Like, it's like, pretty just, impressive. Let's. I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna preface this with saying that um, I'm officially using this platform to launch my petition for Jerk Nation to join the group of seven now. <laughs> <laughs> because God knows they need a seventh. G6 <laughs> just doesn't sound as good. Oh, they made a song about G6. So well, that's what I'm saying. Mouth. It's too confusing. Oh, people won't know. <laughs> they're going to think, oh, they're going to the G6 Summit. What is that, a private jet convention? Like, A bunch of rappers are going to be there talking right, about exactly. their cool plane. Exactly. That's that's not an economic summit. So I'm, the little, the, the small, the small fiefdom of jerk nation is petitioning to join. <laughs> we deserve a seat at the table. I can at least guarantee we won't insult Justin Trudeau to his face. Anyway, well, let's get back to the sports part of this. Yes, you've tangented enough for one day, sir. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, as we mentioned last week, the president had uh, his flat national anthem flag ceremony at the White House, which was supposed to be the Philadelphia Eagles White House visit. Uh, instead, <laughs> screw them. Screw so them as, right in the. So as not to disappoint the thousand Eagles fans who've been cleared to come to the White House. <laughs> We got all of them. <laughs> um, they decided to have their little ceremony, and oh boy, those thousand <laughs> or so people! I didn't see a, a green and green and silver anything among any of them. They they were definitely not White House staffers that were being forced to be out no, there. No, <laughs> that there, certainly wasn't the case. There definitely aren't credible reports that uh, the White House blasted an email to staffers that morning inviting them to attend, and most of them had White House badges on that they just simply tucked into their shirts or jackets during the event. Inviting them to attend. Like, you're invited to attend the CEO's birthday party on the third floor. (laughs) Exactly. Your absence will be noted. Definitely wishing him a happy birthday and singing his songs. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, a lot of reporters tried to uh, ask people in the crowd if they had come from Philadelphia. Uh, they they had trouble finding those folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was even a really funny one where there was a photographer, a news photographer, who asked a half dozen or so people, who was the Eagles quarterback during the Super Bowl? <sighs> Not one of them could answer that question. God, Tom, it's like these people weren't even Eagles fans at all. But, I mean, it's but crazy. Rick, a thousand Eagles fans were coming. Where and were they? They said they were coming to honor America for reasons that had nothing to do with their team right. winning the they Super were, Bowl. They I were guess. still they were still coming, even though the team got disinvited. <sighs> okay, that's enough sarcasm. Um <laughs> I don't get this. I get I, it. I know exactly no, I what's get, happening here. I don't get this. Because 
all you have to do is just have a photo op with the 10 fucking players who wanted to go. You do a photo op, you hold up a jersey, you do the big thumbs up that you're so goddamn good at. You smile, you show your fake teeth to everybody. That's not you go happening. back inside, you unpart your hair, you sit down, you eat a bucket of fried chicken. What is so hard about that? Well, here's the thing. It doesn't look good if it's only 10 players or 10 no, team employees. No, this looks much better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not remembering the words to God bless America makes no, you look like what, a fucking the best, champion. The best case scenario here would have been canceling the entire event. Of course. But as the president has reportedly said to several NFL owners on the phone, this anthem issue is always a win for him, so he will bring it up every chance he fucking gets. Which means that we're going to have to keep reporting on this shit potentially forever. Well, I mean, I mean, we decide what we report on, so no, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, I'm tired. I'm so sleepy. And if we didn't have so many more of these kinds of things to plow through, um, <laughs> we could expound more on it. But uh, speaking of the anthem. No, no. <laughs> The president has issued a challenge to the NFL players who kneel, which on its face, even I was fooled into thinking this was an olive branch. But upon further <laughs> thought, I realized this was no such thing. Um, but he's basically saying, uh, if you kneel for the anthem, point to me someone who is in prison unjustly because of the system, and I will consider them for clemency. I'm willing to listen to all of you. If you can point me to someone specific... And I was like, well, that's kind of big. Oh, wait, no, I see what's happening here. This is a way to Dude, pretend that the pro it's the way to pretend the problem doesn't exist. Well, I asked them to give me a name of somebody specific and they didn't give me a name of somebody specific. And that's because they're not protesting against a specific person who's in prison. They're protesting against over policing of minority communities. They're protesting against stop and frisk type ordinances. They're protesting against police brutality. Some of those people end up dead, not behind bars. Others of them end up in the hospital or not formally charged with the crime. They're not, those are people not eligible for pardons or clemency. They're not protesting people being incarcerated unjustly, though that is part of it. They're protesting a system that is racially biased. Or that oh, they say know, is Tom, racially that, biased. So now that, it's, that well, I asked them, right. there's no problem. There can't be a problem. I asked. They're lying, see? They're really just not supporting the troops. The troops, Tom. All the about troops. the troops. So would it be in our best interest as good Americans to help <laughs> out the Philadelphia Eagles by starting to send them lists of people who might, you know, <laughs> we'll do our own little like serial podcast, right? And just start sending <laughs> him potential people who, who are worthy of, of, of this clemency thing. You talking about the Innocence Project? Are we the Innocence Project? Let's now? let's do this, right? Like let's really let's really run with this. Why are we sending this help to out the Eagles? Our so they can send. Well, it's it not to just the, the Eagles. It's any player who was protesting. Let's help out the NFL, shall we? <laughs> but actually, that that brings me to an excellent point. If you weren't aware, none of the Eagles knelt for the national anthem right. the entire season. Right. That was another thing that uh, I don't know if we mentioned that last week. We did mention it. None of the Eagles no. knelt for the anthem. Uh, and Fox News got in a little trouble because they showed a video of players praying on their knees before the game that they implied were players kneeling for the anthem, which, you know, is always journalism ethics 101. But Tom, 
but Tom, wait, there's more in this shit bucket than what we've already discussed. Is there? Is there? Oh, we there have to, is. Do we have to wade through the corn and the peanuts here? Um, it, it, not unlike a trough in Wrigley Field, there is just an overflowing amount of shit to deal with. Well, keep going. <sighs> oh, did you know that, when, as we discussed earlier in the show, there was an NBA Finals, Tom? Uh, yes, yes. I and recall. traditionally, the winner of the NBA Finals also goes to the White House and gets yes. a jersey to the president right. who is the president of the that things and forth. As the winner but, of the World Series and so many other sports, yes. So many others. Um, but not hockey, I guess. I don't know. No, no. He said <laughs> they're probably going to invite the Caps. They haven't uh, oh. discussed it yet, but they probably nah, will. Well, I mean, they'll, they'll get on that. What they'll would be hilarious that. is if the Caps didn't show up because it's so far. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'd love to go. Most of them are Russian. Um, <laughs> so, <sighs> President Soggy Pants um, decided that because LeBron James once referred to him as, quote, let me get my papers together here. Um, here we are. Those sounded bum. suspiciously like candy wrappers, Rick. They're papers, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Candy papers. I crinkled like a Milky Way in a Snickers there. <laughs> Why do you know what a Snickers exactly crinkles like? Tom? We're not talking about me, are we? <laughs> Move on. <laughs> How long's it been, Tom, since you had a Snickers? Like I said, move on. <laughs> it was, it was so, two Snickers and Milky Way and a Reese's, okay? Is that what you want to know? I, I guarantee it. I'm not Candy Rain Man, I swear. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> okay. So because LeBron James referred to the president as a bum, and because last year Steph Curry and the um, Warriors basically told the president to sit on it, we're not going to your stupid party. The president has gone ahead and disinvited the winner of the NBA Finals, uh, whom he did not know at the time, but still decided well, anyway. Let's, let's be fair, though. Before that... Both LeBron James and Steph Curry said their teams aren't going, even if they win. Oh, but that can't be true, Tom. Because no. why would he? Why would he disinvite them after they already said they weren't going? That can't because be what happened. The people who care about what he says don't pay attention to anything about what he says. So if he oh. says the sky is purple today, even though a scientist last week said it's clearly blue, they only believe the purple thing because they didn't bother to read about the whole blue scenario. Now, was that in a book somewhere? Because <laughs> I'm not good with that book learning. <laughs> <laughs> What's all this writing stuff? <laughs> uh, so, yes. Um, the president has disinvited the NBA champions, even though they had already said, we're not going to that house. It's not happening. But the fact that he went out of his way to say, again, in back-to-back -back weeks, essentially, I'm not, uh, you're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you. The fact that that had to be said. Yeah. Pretty much confirms that this is the darkest timeline. It diverted it, but it all diverted attention from things like not knowing who we fought in the war of 1812 and, you know, more tariffs against one of our closest allies and meeting with Kim Jong-un and, you know, pulling out of the group of seven and demanding Russia be included or you're going to pull out of the group of seven. Uh, you know, all of these things. <laughs> Twitter Twitter paid attention to things like, you know, LeBron James and Steph Curry and this other thing where the president says he may pardon Muhammad Ali. 
who does not have a criminal record. <laughs> You're saying there's more sports-related stupidity, Tom? Seems so. <laughs> it seems it would appear there is. Uh, so uh, earlier this year, you may or may not be aware that uh, the president pardoned uh, heavyweight champ, was it Jack Johnson? Yes, posthumously, yes. Yeah, posthumously, because Johnson was convicted many years ago for uh, marrying or dating a white woman, which was at the against the at the at time against the law. So he pardoned him. I don't think anybody's going to argue uh, that that was an uh, unjust conviction and it's fine, take it off his record, that's great. Um, but now uh, he's saying he may posthumously pardon Muhammad Ali. Uh, if you're not aware... <laughs> Muhammad Ali was convicted of dodging the draft during the Vietnam War because he was a conscientious objector. Uh, however, that conviction was overturned by a Supreme Court ruling several years <laughs> later uh, in the 1970s, about 40 or so years ago, 45 years ago. And then there was a law passed a few years after that where if the Supreme Court ruling hadn't worked, uh, this thing would have expunged it from Ali's record. So there's no uh, crime per se. To pardon Muhammad Ali for, because uh, he's already been, uh, it's already been wiped from his record. Now, that doesn't mean that the president couldn't still pardon him. What it would be would be a public gesture that he doesn't agree with the reasons Muhammad Ali was arrested and convicted in the first place. Um, if he did that, and because that is something that a president could do, one would think that, okay, somebody's done that before. No. No president has ever done that before. No president has ever pardoned someone who did not have a crime to pardon them for. <laughs> what am I being pardoned for? Yeah, it's something to do on a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. It's a PR thing. I need like two points. I got I need, you know, like the, I need like two points in the black community. And yeah, I pardon Muhammad Ali, and uh, maybe somebody votes for me. I can tell them that they they live in hell again. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. Always, Try always that. a big hit. Seems to work. Always a big hit. Uh, but I just are we done? I don't know. It? I think the politics needs to leave sports alone. That's all. I just can that, we just? You know what? That's a great point. Like no one asked for this no that's we the certainly thing. didn't he just keeps inserting himself into these things and it's because this is the shit he watches on television all day long and that's what matters to him is being talked about on television and on twitter not actually you know doing the job of governing the country well that's boring yeah it is it is there's lots of charts and people in suits talking uh, for at length about I don't know, places with five consonants in their names and, <laughs> you know, there's graphs and a PowerPoint thing and, and you know, the feud is on. And I'm on. not allowed like, to stoop anybody anymore. It's <laughs> terrible. Like, uh, you know, it's, the Kardashians in the Wests are on the family feud. I got stuff to do, man. It's uh, just, it's just way too much. What a week. Yeah, what a week. I was I was really hoping we could just talk about, you know, LeBron and CM Punk, but unfortunately. I'm I'm I you know, that's nice of you to actually include CM Punk in your rant there. That's yeah, that's cause, sweet. It's cuz we just talked about him. Yeah, I know. It's I know. You're 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 My memory here. my right. memory's not uh <laughs> not what it once was. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move on, shall we? Do you guys have any final oh. thoughts on President Haircut and sports? <laughs> I don't know why, but President Haircut is great. Is that you? Did you did you just did you just fabricate that on your own? I don't know. Maybe I did. I can't recall anyone. I can't recall hearing it. I mean, I've heard other people refer to other people as haircuts, you know, but <laughs> not him necessarily. I don't know. I'm not going to take full credit for it, but if you want to laugh, I'll take that. Well, I know you're uh, you're always good for a cheap pop. Man, you're you're an easy lay when it comes to laughter too. So oh, God, am I ever? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the only way I'm getting laid. Hey, hello. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Chris, do you do you have any last uh, last licks on this endeavor? Vote for somebody else in 2020. <laughs> Just guys, get out and vote. That's who should run. Anybody. Somebody we else. We should somebody vote for Jared Leto, perhaps. <laughs> no. Thank no. you, Chris. Well, that with might the segue. keep us. That could actually work out. Now that I think about it. Actually, if Jared Leto ran for president, I think Rick would vote for Trump. No, no, no. There are some villains that even I won't root for. <laughs> anyway, it's funny you mentioned Jared Leto because it looks as if Jared Leto is going to uh, executive produce and star in a a Joker solo movie. Fart noise. Well, well, I mean, you may be curious because you must remember from months ago when we reported on the Joker solo movie... <laughs> That it was being you know, directed by Todd a, Phillips. Hey, 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 you're, fin- you're, you're getting at a punchline way ahead of me there, pal. Sorry. <laughs> now, polite to finish first, okay? All right, fair enough. <laughs> the Todd Phillips directed Joker movie, Todd Phillips of the Hangover movies, uh, that was is supposedly starring Joaquin Phoenix and produced by Martin Scorsese. Yes, that is also still happening. This is another <laughs> Joker movie involving Jared Leto's version of the Joker from Suicide Squad. Don't forget about the Harley Quinn and Joker movie as well. <laughs> correct, correct. In addition to the Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy or something movie. Ah, oh, boy. Wow, we just, uh, we got a lot to choose from here, Tom. And it's all terrible. It's um, all bad. <laughs> it's a giant douche and a turd sandwich. I am. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this or not. I was particularly proud of a uh, a tweet I let loose <laughs> until the, word for the world today, <laughs> the, or not today, but when <laughs> the story broke a couple yeah. of days back. Uh-huh. That I feel is still appropriate. Please proceed. Oh, I, I just I had this image in my head of uh, some nameless exec uh, in a in a in a, a war room for the DCEU trying to figure out what is it that he's missing. What what can he do? So of course he poops into his own hand and flings it across the room, and it hits the wall. And as the poo slides from the wall, we see him looking at Jared Leto's Joker movie and going, "Now this could work." This could work. Hmm. Maybe it'll be about how he got all those tattoos. Oh, oh, yeah, an origin story, eh? Of course, because you know the Joaquin <sighs> Phoenix one's not an origin story, right? It is. It absolutely fucking is. 
Please, Chris, enlighten us on your oh, sigh. I feel I feel it's appropriate. I just don't understand, like, where... You could have stopped there. I get it. <laughs> how no, it how many hands are in this pot? Exactly. Like, That's what this is. That's exactly what it is. Like, there was a very clear direction. I don't know who necessarily came up with it, but for the Marvel Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3, right? Like, there was a clear, like, plan of action... Ready, aim, fire. This is beyond ready, fire, aim, aim again, fire. Perhaps maybe fire, <laughs> aim again, aim backwards, <laughs> aim at yourself. Like, what, what is... What, what's Wait, going hold on? on, they're reloading. Yeah, like... <sighs> what, what do they think is gonna... Like, this can't... They don't... Like, oh, I don't even know. Like I, I want to love the DCEU so bad. I mean, I want to. <laughs> I'll even go see Aquaman. But like, what the hell is this shit, man? Like, <laughs> like, like seriously. This I mean, is... are, they, are they trying to play to that fucking hot topic crowd yes. so bad? Yes. Is that, I mean, is that what it is that they, it's got? Oh, I, I, I don't think so. I think it's. I think this is what happens when you have a ship without a rudder. I yeah. just think that it's or just a captain free. or a wheel. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's basically it's just three pieces of wood floating on the ocean at this point. Yeah. I'm wondering if Leo DiCaprio can fit on this, too. Oh, Lord. It's just. I think what's happening is this may be also a strong arm tactic because Joaquin Phoenix hasn't actually signed the deal to play the Joker yet. Um, it may be that, too. But uh, I get the feeling that what DC is doing or what Warner Brothers is doing is just kind of like, yeah, develop everything and race to the screen. Whoever gets something halfway sellable gets up, gets there first, and we don't really care. Then we'll make it. We'll make the continuity work later. That's what I yeah, think is happening. I, I, don't, I don't get it. It's I, just and maybe maybe we're too nerdy and that we want some sort of continuity. Uh, it's just what we're used know, to. We've had ten years of Marvel giving it to us, so we—that's that, what we want. And I don't—I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, um, especially if you're going to interconnect movies. You've got to have some framework at least, so that people know what's happening. You know, it's—it's it's kind of like to... just—you know—you can't just throw random shit together and expect people to know what's happening. When we first started having these conversations after Justice League, when everything they announced everything, <clears throat> my one of my thoughts was, I don't think you can have a Joker movie that doesn't connect to everything. And you guys gave me a relatively decent amount of shit for that because I was unwilling to open my mind up to different possibilities. A Joker movie. At the time, it was just the one. Yeah, so, right. One. A Joker movie. And and you know what? I, I, I get what Chris is saying. One, one announcement of one movie, of one possible avenue that they could be going in is not hard to believe or imagine. All of them? Like, just everything? That, that may be too far. We may have gone a bridge too far here. I think you're right. I mean, think about it. Let's let's take a character that that is more well known than even the Joker. Let's say Batman. Let's say we've got 
you know, Ben Affleck, which, and they've talked about doing this, Ben Affleck in the Justice League movies and a younger guy in the Matthew Vaughn Batman film. And then let's say they also announced a Gotham by Gaslight Batman movie with a completely different guy. Like, Which is fine because it's a different universe. Right, but to the regular person, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is going to be a different universe than the Jared Leto Joker movie. But are people going to understand that? Is the general public going to get that? That's, and that's what, that, and that was my point all along. That was my point all along. Who's going to understand what's happening? And if it's one, if it's one, like this Joker was supposed to be the first of a lot of one-off things like this, if it's the first of several like that, you can explain it to people. You can get it out there. And that was I think, the argument we were making initially. But now you're just adding confusion to that by developing a connected one simultaneously that they could come out within a year of each other. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. And, and, and in my favorite, you know, my favorite joke here is, who exactly does this benefit? Like, what are we trying to accomplish here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No one It's knows. like even, like if you look at Marvel, right? Like they, they've really slimmed down their core to really be, you know, everything sort of rallies around the Avengers and that sort of thing, which is good for, you know, cross promotion with video games, toys, cartoons, whatever it is, so that people sort of like automatically associate Marvel Comics, Marvel Cinematic Universe, video games, whatever. It's it's the Avengers and, and everything sort of leads back to the Avengers, right? What the fuck is DC doing? Like there's there's no like rhyme or reason to to even there's no transmedia in this whatsoever. You, you know what the problem you know what the problem is more than anything, honestly, Chris. You know what really the issue is here. They had a direction originally. It was Hail Ultron, uh, Hail Unicron. Damn, I almost got that one off. But it was Hail Unicron. That actually was a direction. Everything to get that sweet sweet nerd money. Remember, Unicron showed up to our show a couple of times and explained that they're just going to jump feet first into a Justice League movie because those nerds will pay for anything. You remember that joke? That, I mean, that's that statement. You remember that? It, but now we don't even have that. That would have been have... better, right? I mean, well, at exactly, least they, yeah. exactly. We don't even have Unicron anymore. Unicron has abandoned us, Tom. Unicron, I think, sprouted seven more heads. <laughs> it's this is this is the this is Warner Brothers version of the DCU YOU. Remember that continuity is yeah. whatever you want it to be. Pick a title and that's what it is. Read that and that's it. They're that trying was a to, cool concept. Uh, it didn't yeah, work. but right because in practice it's a mess. It's a complete mess. You can't give everyone what they want. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry that some of the fans did not like the first few movies you did in your connected universe. Well, you got a couple choices here. You keep going with the plan that you have and try making better movies and maybe you'll win some people back or blow the fucking thing up and start over again. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. And that's what they're trying to do here. That is absolutely what they're trying to do. To the point now where there's there's some talk that James Gunn may direct a DC movie. 
Oh, well, you know, he's got nothing else working. I mean, he's, well, yeah. he's, you know, Guardians 3. Uh, <laughs> that's all. But, I mean, hey, he's talented, and that's great. If they can land him for a DC movie and it's the right property, that sounds awesome. But, again, you're it's now it's what? Now we're just going to start stealing people from Marvel and try and do what they do, but we've already fucked that up? Yeah, I like, yeah. That worked <laughs> Can't do that. Really. Can't do what Marvel does. That was the whole point of this fucking time. Right, forward. not to do what Marvel does. How ironic would it be is ultimately like they went, they already went and got Joss Whedon to well, try he, his they, hand. They, yeah, he left. Now they go They go over to James Gunn and then they finally they go over to the Russo brothers and they direct like the, uh, they're, they're going to direct the Wonder Twins movie. Yeah, yeah. Or Justice League 2. Oh, we're getting a second one of those? Uh, I mean, I think it's inevitable. God knows who's going to be playing those parts. Yeah. <laughs> But we're going to get another one, whether we want one or not. Who will be playing the role of Henry Cavill's mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Hervé Villachez. <laughs> not bad. I I also would have accepted uh, um, <laughs> Aviar Bardem. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, let's move on. Uh, to a non-comic book geeky thing, and that is uh, HBO has greenlit a pilot for a prequel to Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's called Spartacus Blood and Sand. <laughs> Chris oh, knows all not? about it's... that show. Well, I mean, listen, I love Game of Thrones, but I'm going to say some words here, and you tell me if this is Game of Thrones or if this is Spartacus Blood and Sand, okay? Okay. The show... The show features people who are being held against their will, forced to fight to the death. Uh, sounds like Spartacus. Uh, it's actually Game of Thrones. Uh, let's see, what else we got? <laughs> uh, there's like, lots of that's, nudity. It's mainline Game of Thrones or prequel Game of Thrones? Oh, no, no, this would just be mainline Game of oh, Thrones. gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's lots of nudity. Uh, that is both. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, especially Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Chris likes it so much. Why I like it so much. What are you kidding me? <laughs> the only thing that is different between these two franchises, as it were, is that Xena gets nude in one of them. <laughs> True. Perhaps Xena might get nude in this new one. <laughs> oh. Well, you have my interest. <laughs> Let me call HBO. <laughs> Because uh, Ash was canceled, right? So yes, yeah. there we go. She's got a little <laughs> so, time. So Xena needs work. <laughs> oh, Xena's resume needs some updating. <laughs> Xena needs a new resume <laughs> something. Um, I, I've, I've not made it through one full season of Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. That's actually very surprising. I, um, I, I made it to literally the episode before the last episode of season one. Um, I, I, I very much like game of Thrones. I think it's a fantastic show. Honestly, I'm sure it's very good as, as multiple people have told me. Um, so this is what George R. R. Martin, right? He created this universe. Right. He's sort of like world built in this, in this thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is, is game of Thrones the beginning of it? 
or was there stuff before Game of Thrones just happens to be what was optioned first? Uh, well, this next this this next show is going to take place a thousand years before the Empire but even these were granted, not, you know. These but these this story that he's developing as the prequel, that those were not there were not novels about this, right? The novels are the basis the series of novels is the basis for only the regular Game of Thrones series, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not there's not what I think what Chris was asking was there was he, source material yeah, he's, that's he's the creating the source material now. And and that's okay, so are they pulling a an original Star Wars trilogy in this, right? By answering questions that were intriguing. like mind you, I'm not how many seasons of the Game of Thrones were there? Uh well, this will be the 8th season, I believe. Okay, so let's just say actual Game of Thrones canon, right? This is season 8. But like or this will be negative 1. Or something, right? Like, yeah, they said this takes back. place thousands of years before the show. Mm-hmm. Does it? Are we going to end up with like midichlorians for Game of Thrones? Like, it, does it answer things that don't need answering and and take away the intrigue and 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 whatnot of things that? Or will because it's thousands of years before, it's so sort of like disconnected from it, it doesn't matter that much. It just happens to have the Game of Thrones tagline on it where it will draw the interest of those fans. Yeah, I think both are a possibility. I think the first mm-hmm. the first one is a problem you run into anytime you write a prequel. Because mm-hmm. you didn't have that in mind when you wrote the original source material. So you're trying to go back now and almost reverse engineer a story and that doesn't always make for good storytelling. I mean, name, name a good prequel. What's that movie with Howie long where he throws an ax firestorm. Yeah. That was the prequel to back of uh, backdraft, right? No. Oh, well that, that, that was terrible anyway. So never mind. <laughs> I mean, I can name I can name one decent I can name I one going. good prequel. I can name one good prequel and it had nothing to do with the source material it came from and that's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That is a prequel it had that's, literally that's... nothing to do with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, actually just to go back to Spartacus, um oh, God's yeah, the Spartacus. Arena. Oh, God's of go. the Arena was, was very good. Was, yeah, no. Was oh, yeah, very good. And it was actually it I would say it's better than season 1 of Spartacus. I would okay. give you that. There you I go. I would give you that. But uh, there... uh, what about Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd? Oh God, that's an abomination against God. You have have you seen that? <laughs> no. Like, like, used it. Billy Graham should have denounced that from the pulpit. That's how bad that movie was. Oh my. Ugh. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I like when I ruin Tom. There should Hanks. be a constitutional amendment against that movie. I think <laughs> it needs to be pardoned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, look, if it could if it could get him some points, yeah, he would. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm looking at did the Hobbit come first, the novels, or did Lord of the Rings come first? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was the Hobbit first. Well, you know, I don't know. Okay, Hobbit I'm I'm was, not that big of a Tolkien guy. The Hobbit was in nineteen. The Hobbit was in nineteen thirty-seven, and the Lord of the Rings. Okay, The Lord of the Rings was written after The Hobbit, so The Hobbit is a not is a prequel technically, but it came first, so that doesn't count. So it's the first part. It's not a prequel. It's that, right, that's it's the, first the first part. part. Yeah, but people think of it as a prequel because the movies came after. 
So yeah, whatever. All but, right. Yeah. But no. But so yeah. I mean, I can't. That might be the only two examples of good prequels. I'd be willing to hear what uh, what the audience has to say about that. Ooh, how about the entire X franchise? One singer came back. <laughs> Did Days of Future Past? Right. Is it, oh, was you mean like really oh, like the first, first, the first class. class Days of Future oh, Past first class. Apocalypse? Ooh. Ooh, yeah, first, first class, class is a very good prequel story. It's. A, I mean, it, they they really force to try to make it fit later on by making oh, havoc. You yeah, know, but. I mean, it's still, yeah. Wait a minute. So David Singer forced something to happen that people um, didn't genuinely Rick, want at the time. Brian Rick. Singer. Brian Singer. What? Rick, let's not. What? Uh, let's not go bringing all that up, okay? <laughs> I'm just asking. We already we already made it through one minefield by the skin of our fucking teeth here. Let's not get into another. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking a question, just, Tom. Just, I don't it, I, drink drink this and calm down. It'll relax you. All right, fine. <laughs> So, Mr. Cosby. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. So, okay. So, Rick, I guess you're the only big Game of Thrones fan among the three of us. Are you excited about the prequel? Um, I, I am and I ain't. Um, I don't know if this is something I need. I don't know if this is something I want, but I'd be interested to at least check it out. And I think that's what HBO is counting on. They've greenlit the pilot. I think they're counting on enough curiosity to make them a little money uh, on the pilot, at least, and then see where it goes. Maybe it's good. It's uh, it's written by, uh, co-created by Janet Goldman, who wrote uh, the first Kingsman movie and uh, something else that I'm forgetting. But she and George R.R. R. Martin have developed this together. Uh, and what they're saying is it takes place... It will illustrate how the world of Westeros descended from the golden age of heroes into the dark times of Game of Thrones. Right. I mean, there's going to be dragons and there's going to be naked women and and dudes who look like they were built from, you know, stone. I'm 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 in. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> For a lot of people, that's enough. For most people who watch that show, that is all. That is more than enough. Or we can just go through. I've I've got Spartacus on DVD. If you want to borrow it. Are there dragons I mean, in Spartacus? What's that? Are there dragons in Spartacus? No, you don't need no. dragons in Spartacus. Yeah, you, you, you just you, you need what you need, and and you get what you get, Tom. All right, you haven't <laughs> seen the show, right? Just... I've seen a few. I've seen parts of the show. And and Chris, no, I don't need it. I own the entire series. Okay, it's also available on as, Amazon. As, Prime. as do I. Well, <clears throat> you know what's interesting about that is uh, I don't know if you saw it, but like. In Gods of the Arena, um, apparently they create Brazilian jiu-jitsu while they... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you saw that. Okay, just make sure. While, while being blind. Yes. Yes. Shawn Michaels looked great in that. The midi-chlorians of jiu-jitsu. You know, Tom, you don't have to always chime in on things you don't understand. It's okay. Wait, man. wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting mixed signals from you here, Rick. Well, you know, I'm oh. sort of the wife oh, of the Rick, show. Oh, I'm having is. trouble. I'm having trouble hearing you. Your connection's going bad. Oh, must be a Skype issue. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> All right, so we have one last discussion to get to here, and this has been a hot topic in the in the lamestream media um this week, and that is uh the Oh, let's just call it what it is. Racism and misogyny in fandom, but especially in Star Wars fandom. 
Um, yeah. In case you missed it, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who uh, played Rose in Star Wars The Last Jedi, a fairly meaty role, uh, quit Instagram because of uh, racist and misogynistic messages from fans who weren't happy with her character in, or the most recent Star Wars movie. And Daisy Ridley, who plays Ray, has quit social media for similar reasons. Well, what do you want? Where what do, do you we expect? begin? Where do we begin? This is this is a fandom that spent thirty years literally living in its mom's basement. They haven't been happy with anything, literally anything, save I guess maybe for Rogue One, Clone Wars. For, okay. Clone Wars, the cartoon. Yeah. Which, you know, there you go. Yeah. Um, what do you think was going to happen? The, the, it's a group of it's a group of white dudes who have not seen the light of day since 1972. You're right. <laughs> and this is look, this is a rampant problem in in the Star Wars community. And it's high profile because it's Star Wars and it's recent. But this is not an exclusive problem to Star Wars. No. Sadly, no. This shit happens all the time. Um, I'm sure Gal Gadot got harassment when she was announced as Wonder Woman uh, because she's too uh, thin. Or she was. That, I remember that. she was harassed. Or, uh, you know, every, every actor who doesn't quite look like the character when they get cast in one of these big geek sort of roles... Uh, gets harassment uh, to the point where they either quit social media altogether or they do things like, you know, post shirtless photos of themselves at the gym on Instagram because people don't think their muscles are real. Um, they aren't. That's a damn suit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're not coming down on the right side of this one here with that. But Although, uh, or they can like run with it though, right? Like, I'm, I'm not saying what, like... <sighs> Well, actually, this is, it's the director that did all that Shazam stuff, right? Posting the inserting. Yeah, no, that was that. That was exactly. No, he retweeted it, but it was the director posted that the photo, couple of the photoshopped thing. Okay, so um, well, but that's and that, yeah, that can happen with things that are maybe slightly more trivial than that, and I think right. it's different. It's different for uh, male uh, actors than female a lot of times because males. I don't know. I think we're we're conditioned to um not care a lot about our appearance, so when it's criticized it's not as big of a deal where society well, puts a lot of pressure on women and their appearance. And the uh, the difference the difference Tom I think that you're kind of missing here is that nobody forced Zachary Levy to post that photo or he, you know, yeah, it, true. It, it was done he did it because he wanted to show that, hey, you know, I, I'm I'm actually looking good um, and I, I'm feeling good about how I look and all this other stuff or whatever his reasoning was or wasn't. I, I don't know who gave the final go ahead on it, but, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about uh, Ms., uh, uh, Tran posting, you know, half naked photos of herself and then getting shit for it. Well, no, she was just posting. Right. Just regular posting. And people were like, uh, you sucked in this movie and then saying all sorts of racist, horrible things. Um, It's terrible. It's a it's a black it guy on fandom. It it's horrible because the very thing these fans want this keeps them from getting. What they want is access, 
And this is what keeps people from going to conventions. It's what pe keeps people from being on social media. It's what keeps stars from wanting to interact with fans at all, or in some extreme cases, even wanting to take parts in these kinds of movies for this reason. You know, there are, I'm sure, plenty of actors who have been offered roles as superheroes or sci-fi characters or anything in a beloved franchise, and they've said no because they don't want to deal with all of that pressure and bullshit that comes from fandom. And, uh, you know, if, if there's one thing this show has stood for, it is sensible fandom, I would say. Yeah, Je you know, like, you know, Jesse and I have our, our wrestling podcast where we try and get other wrestling nerds to understand that these people should be treated as humans. And our show, our show is very much in the same vein. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, oh, look at that. We're at 129 before a Jesse reference. Sorry, Try. Jesse. You have to tweak your algorithm again. Anyway. Oh, there was no need for that. My point was at least valid and reasonable. Fair enough. I'll grant you that. Anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> I, I think... What we've always tried to drive home is that, you know, these things are fake. We love yeah, them, but they're fake. And I'm sorry, but if you didn't like a particular character in the last Star Wars movie, uh, that doesn't mean that anyone raped your childhood, and it doesn't give you license to uh, harass the actor who played that part. At all. Ever. You don't own Star Wars. You don't own superheroes you don't own the thing you love you don't at the end of the day you don't it's a sadly it is a hard pill for a lot of people myself yeah. included at, at one point to swallow that is it you know it, it doesn't matter i'm sorry like your your entire purpose of being should not be whether or not Michael Jai White is cast as Spawn. It just shouldn't. Right. Okay? Or whether whether the Joker ought to have damage tattooed on his forehead or not. Okay, that was a bad decision, but we're not talking about that right but, now. But uh, what I'm saying, but even still, even as angry as you were about that and are about that, you didn't harass Jared Leto on Twitter that I know oh, of. Oh, I wouldn't think he would give a shit I existed personally. Right, but what, that's what I'm saying. Well, and that's but, the like, thing, too. And that's the thing. There, it's yeah. one thing to feel a certain way about a thing, and it's another to take it to that level where you start. Uh, making someone's uh, an actor's life hell or a writer's life hell because you don't agree with some professional decision they made. It's like a few weeks back when we talked about Damon Lindelof's letter about Watchmen. Yeah. The fact that he even felt the need to write that because of the climate that we live in where fans will just berate the hell out of you because they don't happen to like your version of the thing that they love forces him to do something that he normally would never have had to do. Yeah. But that's not and to say, for example, like they can criticize a performance if they feel Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, and they can, they shouldn't criticize her, but like, let's say the character just didn't fit or the case was right. Like they, they can, they can attack the writers, but to attack the person, you know, for things that, uh, the vaccine. I, I, I can I can say pretty confidently it has nothing to do with their character. It has nothing to do with anything outside of it doesn't fit their personal little head canon and as such they are 
just over the moon with anger and are willing to spout off about it in the most bile ways possible so, to get their point across. All right. So, so we've diagnosed that there is a problem, right? We've, mm-hmm. we've talked about maybe some of the reasons why there is this problem. How do we fix the problem? I mean, you're not going to change their minds about how they feel about it. You know, I mean, it's, and, and shouting louder isn't going to make them suddenly, you know, they, they need to speak with their dollar and we need to speak with ours. Right. I mean, sure, sure. In, in a world where they feel like they've got some kind of other sway. What's the, uh, what's the solution here? What's going to get them to stop uh, doing this short of, you know, writing the next Star Wars or whatever by committee or fan vote. I don't, I don't know if anything actually stops yeah, this. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to continue to do that as long as there's an avenue for them to do it. Right, you know, like the, not... the, internet, the internet gives voice to the voiceless, but it also gives voice to those who shouldn't have voice to begin with. True. And so... Do social media networks need to have tighter leashes on uh, people being able, being forced to identify themselves instead of using? Well, I I would definitely handles? I would definitely say that that part of this does you know sort of date back to any form of social media not willing to accept the fact that people are abusing their product. This yeah. has been an issue for a long time. It absolutely now. has, but pre, even pre social media, it's been an issue with message boards, and you've yep. seen some. You've seen some websites go to forcing people to use their uh, Facebook account, let's say, in order to comment on something, which would tie it then tie the comment to a real name, at least, uh, or a real person. Not that people can't create fake Facebook accounts because it happens. But, sure. Or Twitter accounts. Yeah. 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 But that's the thing with Twitter. You use a handle most of the time. Instagram, same thing. You can hide behind whatever sort of anonymity. Do we need to do away with that? Um, yeah, but what does that even fix, though? I mean, like, if I find if, out that this guy is harassing somebody to the point where they quit Instagram, like, there is there legal recourse? Well, no, but I think a lot of times what allow, what gives people, the what makes people feel like they have license to behave this way is the anonymity. They get to hide behind this cloak of nobody knows it's me, so I can be as horrible as I want to this person because no one's going to come no one's going to come back at me for it like if they come back at that account i just close that account but no one's going to know that you know my friends and family aren't going to know that joe smith is a racist or has said given thrown racial slurs at an actor in a freaking movie i think you have to bring these people to light i think they they cannot be just left to wade out into the darkness without any backlash whatsoever if you drag them into the light and make them sit there in the sunlight and say this is the asshole who made this person very upset for no good reason other than because they're an asshole it goes a long way and these social media sites can do that they can say this person is this is using this computer here they are clearly harassing this individual to the point that they felt so abused that they had to quit our product forever someone should at least know that this person is doing terrible things. Yeah. 
I think that's a cool thing. What I would love to see happen, and it'll never happen, is for like the official Star Wars Twitter or Instagram to start naming these fans by name and saying, we don't support what blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah are saying. And uh, we don't have, there's no place for fans like that in Star Wars fandom. Like the very thing that they loved bit back at them and gave them the, gave it the appearance that they were sort of cutting them off, even though they could never actually truly keep them from watching the movies or whatever. Um, and that might hit them where they live. Maybe, but I also wonder if that wouldn't validate every waking thing they've ever hoped for in their entire that's, life. That's the other thing. That is the, that is the risk you run with that is that, Oh my God, the Star Wars Twitter account validated me. They know who I am. That's a big deal to some people. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. I don't know what solves this. I just I know either. that what we're doing, you know, the, the, the joke of we've tried nothing and nothing, se- and that doesn't seem to work. Yeah. You know, may- maybe now that we've tried nothing, we can try something. Hopefully. I, you know, it's, it's terrible because it, this is the kind of behavior that gives fans a bad name. This is what leads to the mm-hmm. jokes and the making fun and all of that stuff. This obsessive, obsessive to, to the point of negativity fandom i can get you i i can i can follow you on that i can definitely follow you on that really sad really sad all right rick let's roll into the third segment here all right fine what's pissing you off this week (sighs) well tom i'll tell you it's something that uh we haven't really talked about much on the show but it's something that bears uh personal repeating it's suntan lotion, Tom. <laughs> okay. And the fact that this shit doesn't work and uh, science needs to uh, reevaluate what suntan lotion is and how it works and what it's supposed to do. Because I have been in the sun, Tom. I've been in the sun to go to Volcano Bay. I've been in the sun because I was at a party and we were in the pool. And I have applied suntan lotion and my shoulders have sun cancer all over them. Or at least they're peeling. Probably the the second one. Maybe not the first one. But my shoulders are peeling, Tom. And I applied quite liberally. Quite liberally suntan lotion, Tom. Did you use suntan lotion or sunscreen? Sunscreen. Whatever the hell the one that blocks the sun is. The suntan lotion is basically Crisco. Oh, well, no, no, no. I I got the SPF 90,000 or whatever the hell this is for people who don't go outside. That I got is, that uh, stuff. That's that is a shame. They always say, the, like, I, "Oh, after you go in the water, reapply, reapply." But like, how many times are you supposed to fucking reapply this stuff? Also, I can't reapply it if I'm still in the water. What's the damn point? Well, I mean, and the water sometimes refracts and magnifies the rays. Maybe look into some waterproof stuff. It's suntan. It. Why is it not waterproof automatically? They there like, are. That's like they don't all. They don't. They're not all waterproof. That doesn't make any sense. All sunscreen should be waterproof automatically. It should be because when are you using sunscreen? Well, when you're sun, outside, right? Lot, yeah, but a lot of people, a lot of doctors say you should wear sunscreen every day that you go out in the sun, whether you're in the water or not. Yeah, but I'm going to sweat, right? Yeah, but sweating and being in the like fully immersed in water are different. I don't think you understand how much I sweat these days, Tom. I mean, with you, yeah. I mean, you're a, you're a special case in so many ways, but... Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, that's what's pissing me off, is I'm spending $13 on a bottle and nothing. 
Might as well just, <laughs> just just use the damn Crisco. Just might as, I mean, my shoulder is it literally is peeling here, man. It's not that nobody wants Rick jerky. That's terrible. Well, that's that's what is it? Lewis Black used to say, just buy a tub of Crisco. It's like a dollar ninety nine and just slather it on. And when you start to sizzle, you move your ass. Maybe that's what you I need. can get behind that. Yeah, maybe that's what you need. It's just an alert that gets you out of the sun. <laughs> you are baking. <laughs> yeah. Seek shelter. You've started to roast. <laughs> so, Tom, that that leads me to a question for you. Oh, boy. What's pissing you off? Oof. Uh, let's see. Anxiety. Oh, <laughs> do go on. <laughs> I it just it drives me. I you know I, look it's no secret we've I've talked about it on the show. I live with anxiety and depression and you know mis- misanthropy and all those things. But yes, I I only have a couple of flavors of those, but similar <laughs> but different. And it's not my anxiety is not debilitating like it is for a lot of people. So I I'm aware that I could be much worse off, but. I get anxious when I'm going to go to like a gathering with like a bunch of people, even a family gathering where it's only going to be like a a dozen or two dozen people. I I get anxious about it and I can't really put my finger on why it's hard to say, but it just fucks my head up for the whole day. Like for the 24 hours leading up to it, (laughs) I'm just in a fucking terrible mood for no good reason. And as soon as I get there, I'm like usually looking for a way, you know, a place to run to to get the hell out or, uh, you know, or find somebody I know or I can just, you know, go talk to that person the whole time. Um, and it just gets worse as I get older, I guess. It's a strange thing, but it just, it really fucks up your life because it's like, I, I would like to socialize with people. I'm going to places most of the time where I, theoretically would want to be <laughs> but i i can't seem to not be pissed off about having to go when the time actually comes yeah no i i get it man it's i mean a, it's <clears throat> it's the damnedest thing and the worst part is is everybody around me thinks i'm mad at them that's the worst part and so well it's like, in college in college we just referred to you as having resting bitch face <laughs> who said that <laughs> We all did. You did, too. I did. Yeah, I know I've said it, but who's we? You know, the, the three people you hang out with. <laughs> like, I, I'm well aware I've said it, but Jesus, man. Well, so I guess that's why we make such a good team. Because <laughs> I have very similar issues to you. But my way of handling it is not to curl up into a ball and hope for the world to explode, but to jump out in front of the train and say, no train. I'm going to hit you. You will not hit me. And then for better or for worse, I don't stop talking for four and a half hours. What's that? You're the immovable object. That's right. I will sit there and I will talk and I will be the life of the goddamn party. And so help me. Whether the party wants you to be or not. Exactly. I I am going to Brian Singer the shit out of this party. Dude. (laughs) What? Allegedly. Oh, sorry. Allegedly, I will be the Brian Singer. Good God, man. I get it. I get it, Tom. But I, yeah. I got to ask you another question, though. Please. 
Did you learn anything this week? I did. I did. I learned that that uh, there are some people on this planet that could talk about soffit and fascia and drip edges forever. And, what in the fuck are those words? Okay, so like on a house, you have like how the roof hangs over the side of the house, right? Yeah, and I got to like, my stomach hangs over my, my waist. Got in it. a sense, yes. So <laughs> under the eaves, there's like white paneling, right? Okay. That is that is uh soffit. Soffit. <laughs> and then it attaches to a thing called fascia. And then the drip edge is like this piece of metal at the corners of your roof where the water can drip off. Uh yeah. It's incredibly boring fucking things, but evidently uh discussing them and the colors of them can take up forty minutes of an <laughs> HOA meeting. Forty forty minutes. <laughs> 40 minutes about whether to let people paint them white or the color of the trim on their house. Man, I would love to be that white. <laughs> Seriously. That my only care, my only care in this world is whether or not I can paint my faucets white. Like, ser- like really? And, wh- and whether other people in your neighborhood should be allowed to. Could you imagine if that was your only concern? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> and I get like it, it is a concern, especially if you're looking to change a rule. But forty minutes? Do we need to talk about it for forty minutes? That dude had an entire week to sit there and go. I'm going to tell him all about this, this stuff. This was more you'll than see, one you'll person. No, oh, and then and then and then Bill's going to get up, and that son of a bitch is going to try and tell me wrong. But Stephanie, I'm telling you, this is what's up. Oh my gosh. Uh, and just to listen to, to somebody not explain things very well, and then someone half listen to the person not explaining things very well, and then get involved in the conversation when they really don't know what they're talking, what the conversation is actually about. Ugh. Was this about politics? No, no, this was an HOA meeting. This was like literally said- about this. <laughs> like I went there to to just kind of hear what was going on, <laughs> and I'm not sure I'll ever go back. I don't know. This is the shit you should be writing about. This is, I was like, I'm like, this is why people don't come to these things, guys. Like, at least have punch or cookies or something where I can get up and go to the back of the room and make nasty faces at you with my back turned to you while I go get a cookie. Punch and pie. Exactly. I was told that. Is that so hard? Punch and pie? Really? I don't think it's that hard. Rick, what did you learn this week? I actually learned something kind of interesting. Um, did you know that squirrels are actually somewhat omnivoristic? Really? Really? Squirrels will not just eat nuts and random herbs that they find in trees and whatnot, but they will eat uh, insects or small lizards or just really any kind of shit that they can shove into their little cheeks. Wow. I did not know that. Right. And I thought that was incredible myself. I would never have believed in a hundred years that squirrels would actually like, could you imagine finding a squirrel biting into some like grasshopper's head and just tearing it the fuck off and going to town on it? That sounds frightening. Isn't it? And, uh, but, but yeah, apparently this is, this is a thing and that's what happens on occasion for sure. Damn. Did you witness this? No, I, I, I had a conversation at work where I was a buddy of mine was mentioning how squirrels will eat lizards. And I said, there's no way those, those they're, you know, they're, they're herbivores. 
And he's like, no, nah, man, they're rodents. And like any other rodent, they'll eat just about any goddamn thing they can get their hands on. <laughs> like and I, pizza I, rat. Yeah, like the pizza rat. And I was like, no, that can't be. So I looked it up and just like the master of the body glow originally, show enough. <laughs> well done, sir. I think that's the Thank first you. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon reference on this show. That is impossible. That no, is <laughs> I it's got to be. It's got to be. Well, then we've been doing a disservice to our crowd. Unless un- unless unless I at one time mentioned DeBarge's Rhythm of the Night. I'm not sure if I have. I'm sure I've mentioned something about making your body glow before, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody comb through all those old episodes and find it. <laughs> I got I'm somebody in mind. Yeah, I got I know. somebody in I mind. I know exactly who it should be, too. <laughs> don't you have a stat boy, too? Oh, I wasn't talking about him, though. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, neither was I. <laughs> anyway, if people want to get a hold of us on the Tweety, how can they do that, Rick? If you would like to learn more about what those two B's is going to be all about as we change our logo and change our direction to those two B's, you can follow us on Twitter at those two jerks. Please make sure you spell out T-W-O where we will delve further into what the B stands for. It's not what you think it is. (laughs) That's right. And if uh, if you can, uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash those two jerks click like on the page you'll get all of the updates about the show uh and as well as uh geek and sports news when we feel like it um (laughs) and when it's confirmed and not a rumor um uh you can also email us those two jerks at gmail.com if you have a question a comment uh you thought of a good prequel that we failed to mention on this show we would love to hear what it is um you can email us or you can leave us a voicemail also three two one Seven six jerks J E R K S. Yeah, it's not a sex line. It's actually <laughs> uh, a voicemail for this show. I promise. I promise. Hey Tom. Hey, yes Tom. sir. Yes sir. What are you wearing? Oh, don't even. <laughs> God, I need to go take a crying game shower now. That's awful. <laughs> just just from that alone. Yeah, I feel like Karen Silkwood. It's awful. Oh Just, my god! Yeah, it's, it's I can't see that we haven't chopped down the reference tree. Yet. No, oh, it still bears fruit, sir. <laughs> I I get the feeling we're gonna have a bountiful harvest. <laughs> that concludes this address from the governing council of the Jerk Nation, soon to be a member of the Group of Seven. For the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the Vocational, the Vu early departing, Chris Vu, I'm the Tom Alexander. And until the International House of Pancakes feels comfortable renaming itself the International House of Jerks without any perverts calling them, we will remain those two jerks. See you next time.